it's Thursday, Thor's Day. The day after Wednesday, Otis Day, my favorite day of the week. And only today can be even more special because we are blessed with two amazing game, two amazing guests. Sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied today. See, that's the got my got my spirits going. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to roll. But before we do that, hello nerds! Welcome to Geek Beast, part of the Geekish Network. This is your daily rundown of geek news from geeks that look like you, geeks that look like me, and geeks that look like our special guests here. I am your host, Sintel, for the evening, and I am here with Alexi. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being here. It's been a, an absolute joy to watch you do your thing as a part of the Geekish Network, but I'm going to stop talking for you and stop geek explaining unless you grab the mic. What's going on with you? So if I'd been born a boy, my dad would have named me Thor. <laughs> oh, Thursday. Anyway, hey. yeah, I, I had a cross out of there when you mentioned <laughs> Thursday. Uh, yeah, what's what's going on? I am uh, preparing for the upcoming mermaid season is one of the things I do as a multidisciplinary artist is uh, I kind of combined one of my favorite workouts, swimming uh, slash teenage uh, summer things, lifeguarding with uh, my nerdy, geeky love of mermaids and and all that kind of mythology, and I've just been investing in mermaid tales. There's a market for it out there, guys. I've prepared to have your mind blown if you are not. I know of, of it. Like, did you make your own mermaid tale? Oh, I wish there are a lot of people who do. I have the access to the sewing machines. Yeah. I don't. The, my seamstressing skills. It, it would just. It would take me longer in like my my hourly rate for myself than than it would to hire somebody else. There's a, a lot of really amazing designers who have non sweatshop workshops out there gotcha, <laughs> that gotcha. I love to support. Uh, Mer Taylor, Finn Folk, and uh, Finn Fun. So they do a lot of great stuff. Excellent. A lot of Excellent. people. Okay. Yo, and who and who you heard with that amazing voice, Jefferson? Yo, welcome to the neighborhood. I'm so happy to have you in the sandbox, man. Thank you so What's much. going on with you? Not much, not much. Just uh, honestly, ready for the weekend. I haven't touched my PS4 in like a week or two. Yeah, uh, just makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanna, I just wanna play something. But yeah, like I'm, I'm here right after work. And yeah, I'm down to chill and talk. Oh, excellent. Excellent. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, so if you happen to be new to the show, we cover the Geek News Beat and we share our opinions with you. It's always something jumping off on Twitter. The Geek News is always rich and thorough. Like I said, I'm your host. So let's go ahead and get this bad boy started. First up on deck, are either of you tabletop players, tabletop gaming fans of things like Dungeons and Dragons? Enough of my close friends are that I am I'm I'm marinated in it and happy to be. <laughs> How about you, I've Jefferson? never been geographically desirable for any kind of like, you know, team. Geographically so. desired. Where are you at? Well, I, I, I used to be like an hour out of the main area of Los Angeles and now I am five hours out of Denver. Oh, my God. Oh, welcome, okay. welcome I, to Colorado. I, I, I like to <laughs> Obi-Wan it up. Um, I'm sure like <laughs> you find like a comic store or a, like a gaming store in Denver, then I'm sure you'll find like some like D&D group there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure there would be. I'm sure there would be if I wanted to drive an hour to Grand Junction, but I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know if I want to be in that room. Uh, do either of you have a favorite character to play as if that is like your bag, if that's the thing that you like? Yeah, I 
I've always been so close to playing D and D. Like I've had friends who'd like, who'd like would same. Yeah. Okay. See, like they would offer me to play and like, I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'm down. But then it never happens. And <laughs> I finally work at a place that has a D and D show. And it's like, it's not going to happen here either because I ain't cool enough. <laughs> oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. You work uh, at a place that has a D and D show. Like my, my, my antenna just yeah. went up. What level, what manner of coolness is this? That's like, that's like, that's like planning a trip somewhere close. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I mean. And so like, I haven't had anybody who's within like striking distance that it it has my same schedule that is like D&D close. All my D&D close people are off schedule from me. I feel like that's probably how it is for you too. But I've always been particularly interested in tieflings. Tieflings. Is that like the... They're like elf-ish, right? Elf-ish. Elf-ish. Demonic-ish, right? <laughs> D- demonic elfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, sort of. yeah, yeah. I know of them. Yeah, I've been. I've always been so close to like playing a game, like one shots, um, something from the cyberpunk universe. Not even like Dungeons and Dragons adjacent. But mm-hmm. yeah, like never happened. But I, I, I'm hoping, hoping that day will come someday, <laughs> because like. <laughs> Because like uh, what was it like? Uh, there is a there is a new Power Rangers like role playing game coming out soon. That's just like a tabletop game, and I'm like, yo, I, really? I want that. I want that to happen. I want that's that. I'll, I'll, even if I do, do for myself, yeah. That's fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need, I need to have my own Zord on that. But hey, but, be, but before I get off into my <laughs> into my own Power Rangers uh, dreamscape, now you said something yeah. earlier that was very fascinating. You said you work around Dungeons and Dragons. How does that happen? What's yes, going I on with that? That's fun. I, yeah, I work at G4, G4 TV. Love. Do tell. Yeah, okay. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm a PA there. Sometimes I like show up in the skits for X-Play, if you know what X-Play uh-huh. is. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah absolutely! Yeah. I, I remember G four when it, it during his first go round, and I loved it. I was absolutely obsessed with it. Uh, and now I actually, you know, know somebody that's a part of that culture as well. Yo, that sounds awesome. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. But yeah, I, I, they usually just get like celebrities for the DND thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not cool enough. I, I hate anything. <laughs> Oh, I don't believe that at all. But you did do a really good segue for what this new what this news bit is about to be about. And that is you are in the world of TV and Dungeons and Dragons is trying to expand themselves into the world of television and movies. Red Notice and Skyscraper writer, director uh, Rashawn Miller Thurber, I think I pronounced his name correctly, is in the early stages of developing a Dungeons and Dragons television series. So Thurber is set to write and direct a pilot for the series. Though there is no confirmation on where the project's focus will ultimately lie. Now, this is kind of like right in line with Critical Role's new project that they have on Amazon Prime called The Legend of Vox Machina. It's looking like D&D culture is in animation now. Now we're jumping into television shows as well. Are, Are we ready for this? It's exciting. Like after that last, like, what is it? Like that movie from the 90s when that happened? (laughs) <laughs> that lame ass movie from the 90s. Yeah. It's I know it's what you're talking about. Reboot. <laughs> Another try. Uh, how, about, how about you? Like you jumping on that? Is is this a little too much or are we right you on, know, right on time I with think, this? I think that the 
I would have been anxious before I saw The Witcher, mm. uh, which is not a tabletop, but it's a book turned video game. And so seeing how malleable that kind of story is, that kind of quest format is in general, uh, even it's, I mean, it's literally it's not a group thing, but I'm I'm thinking of people's interest in that kind of aesthetic crossed with people's interest in a quest format crossed with people going, Oh, this is something that I have never heard of, or I haven't been interested in, or, Oh, it's a video game or it's something nerdy. Some, some format I might not have been interested in before. Mm -hmm. I think people might be very interested in it. Um, It's kind kind of an ABC jump, but. I, I oh, see well, there that's... being potential if they don't. I see there being potential if they, as Ron Swanson would say, whole asset. Um, <laughs> well, you said something really interesting regarding like the different mediums that some of these can be on. And it's not just going to be on the television medium as well. There's a Dungeons and Dragons movie written and directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis DeLay. Uh, so the duel behind Game Night, man, that's a name that you don't really hear get thrown around a lot. Game Night, it was a half decent film and it's already in the can. So Chris Pine is set to be the lead cast with Bridgerton's Reggae Zone Page, that handsome bastard. He's way oh, too handsome for his own good. Uh, well, Fast and Furious Michelle that. Rodriguez, which right. I mean, we just got done seeing her do a legendary role with Ahsoka. Uh, no spoilers. Uh, and Paddington 2's Hugh Grant in the mix. So this is a handsome, sexy cast well, for some Dungeons very and Dragons. very smooth. I see what they're going for. And I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. Yeah, All right. Isn't Rosario Dawson uh, Ahsoka? Yeah. Oh, you're right. It is Rosario Dari. Michelle Rodriguez awesome. is Fast and the Furious. Thank you me. are absolutely right. Thank you for checking me I on should that. have been the one to catch that, but I applaud you. <laughs> well, she's still, she's still a very, you know, I a very, thought, very, no, very, I uh, thought, I was like, I was like, does she do mocap that I don't know about? Is she doing a mocap thing? <laughs> like, I'm here racking my brain, trying to figure out what part she, of Ahsoka she could be functioning as. Yo, I, I am so I know sorry. I mocap is different. <laughs> No, I, I got like, excited. Yeah. I got excited because yeah. you know that that character you know pops up from time to time. Um, so yeah, I, I've still got it on my brain. Um, yeah, Soka, God, I love her. She's absolutely amazing. Hey, but you know what? Um, speaking of uh, lost streams, uh, Facebook lost users for the first time ever. So the company revealed in its latest financial results that it lost one million daily users, dropping to one point nine billion in the three months leading into December. So that went from 1.9 to the end of the previous quarter. So the stock plummeted as well, 25% as a result. Ooh, removing around $230 billion of the company's value at the end of the trading day. Ooh, that's pretty big. So can Mark Zuckerberg go and friend Tom from MySpace and get some advice on like losing friends? (laughs) <laughs> you know every friend helps right every friend counts uh, you'll have uh, one more friend and a lot of insight on the human condition because i'm not sure how much mark zuckerberg has i feel like it's time for it to go i mean like i'm not on facebook anymore and i feel like its lifespan is just about there i, I don't think the metaverse is going to actually change the game in any sort of way for facebook they want it to um, real bad they really do they're trying i don't think i need it 
at all. No, I don't need it at all. Yeah. And the I, only reason I have Facebook anymore is because as like independent artists, it's one of the easiest ways to put up an event. Sure, sure. As right. soon as somebody comes up with another event sharing platform, they're toast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear that, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some voter out there. You hear that? I feel like there's something <laughs> out there. We're like, begging you. As some phone app, I'm pretty sure I can't just, I can't think but of But Jefferson, of I agree with you about Metaverse. Like, I'm, I, <coughs> it's so underwhelming, though. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need an experience like Ready Player One. Like, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. That's what I was thinking. I thought I was like, oh, so we're trying to Ready Player One this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you. Well, well, uh, Facebook's company has renamed and rebranded themselves to Meta to accompany a lot of other individual products as well. That includes WhatsApp, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook Messenger as well. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have some other irons in the fire, including the Oculus, which you were talking about, to enclose everybody into this metaverse. But do you think if Facebook falls, everything else falls? Or can the other... Um, other properties that Meta owns survive. The cynical part of me says that people make too much money off of the other properties individually to let them die at, at yeah. first. And yeah. we'll see which yeah. ones stick around and morph. Mm. Honestly, that's the Meta's to take. Like all those other, all those other things that like are under the Facebook umbrella are already like, like juggernauts in their own way that mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah, like what Lexi said. No, it'll be Hunger Games <laughs> for for platforms. Oh man, Hunger Games! Those are cold, horrible, terrible deaths. Kind of like what's about to happen to the ISS, the International Space Station. NASA has planned details to retire it, and not just retire it, but deliberately crash it into the Pacific Ocean as well. So the correct term for crashing spaceships into the ocean is scuttling, apparently. And uh, this is scheduled to happen when it turns 30. Uh, so they made the oh, official they I'm made it official this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they said the operations will last until 2030, but no further. And upon retirement, the base station will perform a controlled, I love how they say that, a controlled re-entry and crash into a remote part of the Pacific Ocean known as Point Nemo. Isn't that just cute? Okay, so. but can I, can I, but, but that actually, I don't want to be retired at 30, but can I decide for that as my end? I want to go that way, that sounds pretty good. Oh man, yeah, I mean, you know, where they say, uh, was it live hard, live fast, die young, and leave a good looking corpse, right? Something uh, old rock and roll saying. Uh, <laughs> but also we've all seen kaiju movies what the hell are you doing crashing it into the ocean so, there we go that part that's 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 so that's so weird it's all that's all i was thinking too like cloverfield thank you yeah like i was just thinking of cloverfield i feel validated, like a I feel validated. There, there's a no, and go ahead, there, there's, they're gonna awaken a monster in real life at some point <laughs> Yeah. And that not and that monster is going to be called Nemo in case you haven't paid attention because it's going into point Nemo. We're going to have a radioactive rainbow clownfish on the loose, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This you can't Hollywood couldn't write a better script. Hey, if they can crash the moon into the earth, 
we can have a radioactive fire breathing rainbow fish clownfish too. A big shout out to the chat. Yo, thank you all for, for bopping in. Yo, Defunk is saying game night is so underappreciated. Yes, it, it is. is one of those it movies is. that nobody really talks about, but everybody loves, right? Well, I had low expectations watching that. I thought it was going to be like, kind of like that movie tag. That was not great. Remember tag? Yeah, I, I do remember that. It's like a bunch of grown men still playing tag, right? right. Trying to like hold on to. It was kind of like that, but it was like, yeah. you know, hold on. Game night was actually like pretty entertaining. Like there was like <laughs> not only like a pretty like like how do I put this? Like the premise was the premise was like pretty engrossing with that. Like it's it's these it's these people like just gathering gathering around to like have a game night, but like mm-hmm. but then some shit happens. <laughs> it, it was not bad like no i enjoyed it <laughs> yeah man i gotta i gotta give it another run because it's been so long i think somebody dies in it too or somebody gets shot i do remember Most some people die like that happening yeah <laughs> hey so you know sony has been making a whole lot of money i think uh spider-man what is it uh no way home is that like one point like four billion or maybe like it's like 1.6 billion like worldwide Never sony's making a killing um that an yo, indie sony uh, right. Sony, Sony also just made a really big acquisition with Bungie. So they're, they're spending money like it's no, like it's nobody's business. Uh, they also have a contract that they have to maintain with the Spider-Verse as well. They have to keep dropping content and Sony is not disappointing. So Dakota Johnson is scheduled to play Madam Web in the Sony universe. Is um, yeah, so far, at least according to the interwebs. I was expecting someone uh, a little bit older. Like Meryl Streep. Yeah, there's right because there's like different versions of Madame yes. Web, right? Yes, okay. there's oh, okay. there's like oh she she gets some transfusion of energy and she gets some youth back and then she gets in a fight and loses it and then she says like she goes back and forth. So my guess is is that they will get the timeline and and she'll probably we'll probably see her in some age makeup at some point just for some right. back and forthing. I I mean I I would imagine they'll do that like if they're if she's a character that goes back and forth and, and they're getting the younger version, then they'll maybe include a couple of, of older, older age portions, or maybe that's how she ends the movie, but it would be very interesting because uh, what little I know about the character, she's like connected to the like kind of more obscure spider women group. Right. And then they've been generating, generating interest with that with bringing in um, uh, Gwen spider verse. Right. I want to see Gwen. Did any, of you play so Did any of you play Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions on back in the PS3 days? I'm not, oh, I'm not cool enough. Vaguely to remembered it. Vaguely remember it. She was like, she was like the glue to all that. Like she was like the connection to Miguel O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man Noir, regular Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man. She was like, she was like the reason why they got together. I, I think this is just. Now I got to go get that. Right, yeah, no, really good game. I think um, this is like Sony's like way you. of like doubling down on that Spider Verse. Right, they, like, they I'm not mad it. about it. I'm very happy about it. Yeah, same, same. I think like they know that like this is now a a, a hot ticket item for them. Man, I, I yes. really, I really want to put together a Spider Gwen suit and do aerial circus in it. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Who would you think the Spider Gwen suit? Do, do you have anybody have like a, a wish list for for Gwen for Gwen Stacy? I'm just to 
Oh, I kind of like I, I want Spider-Man Blue to be adapted. That's one of my sp- favorite Spider-Man stories. It's about like uh, Peter like mourning the loss of Gwen and like mm. and how like that affected him. I I, I kind of want to see like an adaptation of maybe Andrew Garfield could like cover that too. Like if there's ah. there is that rumor that he is doing a a third movie. I just want him mm-hmm. to sing now. Sorry. Yeah. After Tick Tick Boom, yo, he, he has he has. He, oh. I was like, I was like, who's playing Jonathan Larson, and why does he look like Andrew Garfield? Oh shit! You made me forget you were you. Good job, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, well, there, there's also more additional good news recurring, regarding the, the Spider-Verse, per se. So S.J. Clarkson, known for her work on Netflix, darker Marvel series, Jessica Jones. Man, that first season, Jessica Jones is bananas. Uh, and the MCU spit and the MCU set spin off the Defenders. Ooh, well, Defenders is just, you know, it needs to be in the oven to cook a little bit more. <laughs> well, well, they have been hired to direct uh, Madam Webb's film. So uh, Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless, the duo behind Jared Leto's upcoming vampire chiller, Morbius, which keeps getting pushed over and over and over again. Can Morbius please come out so we can, you know, see see what Jared Leto's chops are really about. Yo, the, the Spider-Verse is coming together quite handsomely. Uh, somebody else who may not be so happy regarding all of the superhero business is Channing Tatum. He is still salty about his Gambit movie being shelved by Dis- by the Disney Fox merger. So Channing Tatum, yeah, he revealed that his hopes of starring as X-Men member Gambit in a planned future movie was scrapped. And he's so hurt that he has boycotted all Marvel Avengers movies ever since. He said, once Gambit went away, I was so traumatized. I shut off my Marvel machine. I haven't been able to see any of the movies. He said, I love that character. It was just so sad. He said, I like losing. It was like losing a friend because it was I was so ready to play him. Um, I resonate with the last part. (laughs) <laughs> I resonate. I resonate with the last part. I mean, I I was working on a, a production with uh, one of the Pod Squadron hosts before COVID, and uh, on our preview night, we got the LA got the shutdown order, so we got our preview night, and that was our opening oh. and our closing and our preview all in one, and so it felt like it did get. Oh wow, yeah, you know what I mean. It felt like losing a friend, and um, now that I'm out in Colorado, I'm I'm glad that that they've had a chance to remount it now. So this actually has a happy ending. They've had a chance to remount it. And uh, I'm out here in Colorado, so I haven't, I wasn't able to be a part of the remount, but I get to go see it. So, and support. So I'm glad they got to redo it. But it's like, I understand that feeling of, it's like when you put that much energy and, and, and heart into a script, a production and a, a, a team and, you know, kind of just have it axed. This is like losing a living family member. It's sad. Or a part of you. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know if Fox, right? Fox? Yeah, Fox. I don't know if the X-Men Fox universe was there yet. Like, they were were about ready to be finished with that. Like, like, how did it go? Dark Dark Phoenix didn't go anywhere. Um, Mm. New Mutants didn't go anywhere. I I think, Mm. I think, Gambit can Deadpool can, did Deadpool. so well, and it's supposed to be kind of more of a Deadpool flavored, yeah, sure offering. And then I, I feel like people would really like it. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm saying like this Gambit movie could be retold into whatever so. the next plans are. That's whatever the next I plans like are. That. 
Jefferson. I hope so. I hope you're right. I do. I hope you're right. Yeah, me too. I uh, I think um, whatever happens in Multiverse of Madness, if the mutants really are in that movie, <laughs> please, gonna, please. That, that's probably where we're gonna like gauge the interest on <laughs> where these mutants can like be in the MCU. Mm. I think Shannon might have been a might have been a really good gambit. Um, especially uh, there was, it was supposed to be like uh, an R-rated version of Gambit as well. They were, they were going to go the, the Deadpool route. And I do remember an interview where he was saying that he was going to make Gambit's character because in, in the, at least in the cartoon version, some of the comics that I read, Gambit had a bit of style with him. He, he brought, he had, yeah. he had a presence, right? He had some swag. And, <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. And, Chan- and Shannon Tatum, he, he he walks with it. He carries it. Right. So it would have been cool to see what he would have brought to that yes. character. And so, oh, it really shame. would have. He, he would have finding out that he was ever attached to that. I was like, did not see it coming. Makes total sense. Doesn't always, you know, it's like one of those things where you go, oh, oh. like Idris Elba as Knuckles. Didn't know that was an option. <laughs> Didn't know that was an option, but I'm glad it's I'm glad it's here. <laughs> yeah, nobody really saw that coming. Yeah, it's like nope. Okay, all right. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that works. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, unfortunately, yo, our time is about coming to an end. I have had a, such a, a great time. It's, it's always even more fun when you have more than just one special guest and we got the double doozy uh thank you so much lexi jefferson for stopping in so that's going to conclude the next new segment of our day today thank you for tuning in um please let the people uh know your socials and how they can get in contact with you and all the projects that you're currently working on if you want to disclose that we'll we'll start with you lexi all right you can find me on instagram at at, uh feral geek aesthetic Uh, i believe same on facebook and sometimes i even post it's like it's it's like a treasure when you find it you're like whoa it's posted (laughs) the holiday (laughs) no subscription required (laughs) yeah this is so rare nowadays uh yo hey jefferson what's going on with you uh i'm on every media i'm on everything like twitter instagram as jeffersaurus um that's j-e-f-f-e-r S-A-W-R-U-S and what's what's coming out next week on G4. Mm -hmm. There's there's a there's a big video coming up that I was involved in. Um, It's on it's coming up Wednesday. I just stop by the channel on Wednesday morning. It might have something something to do with a spiky haired uh, spiky haired anime. I don't want to I don't want to say too much spiky haired anime like protagonist that has something to do with Disney. That's, that's all I can say. I probably said too much. Oh, huh. okay. <laughs> all right. I, inquiring minds much. like myself. That's fine. I'm definitely going to check for that. Yo, that's, well, that's, that's what's fine. up. Uh, shout out to digital click for all the creative you provide. Hey, so, you know, if you want to look good and, and, and have some swag while you're doing it, Call Digital Click. You see this border and it's going all around here. All, all this, this beautiful lettering, all this beautiful graphic design, Digital Click provides it. And to quote one of my favorite athletes of all time, Deion Sanders, he says, listen, when I look good, I play good. And when I play good, I make money. Listen, when we look good, we give you a good show. And when, you, when we give you a good show, you come back for more. If you want that kind of feeling, make sure you reach out to Digital Click. Uh, let's see, Geek Beast is now on podcast as well. So if you miss our live streams, don't worry about it. You can listen to us the following day on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, subscribe and leave us a review. Those reviews go a huge, long way. And of course, if you're watching this on the YouTubes, 
but you know, hit that subscription button. If you haven't done it yet, you do it right now. I'm looking at you. Hit the subscription button. And of course, give us those thumbs up, thumbs up, because that's how the algorithm knows you dig in what we are giving you. If you're watching this on Facebook forward slash the Geekest Network, you can catch us there. And also Twitch is still alive and viable and we still have a footprint there as well. But we're doing a lot of game streams, a lot of charity streams, cooking streams as well. So please consider subscribing to that channel. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can link to us. Uh, using your account sub to us using your prime gaming it costs you nothing not one thing but it helps us out tremendously uh and we got crosstalk coming up because i believe we have the lovely ladies of origins illustrated coming up on deck in case you haven't checked it or just illustrated you are a fan of comic book culture told from a very 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 uh knowledgeable uh source yo these ladies will put you in the right direction. Catherine and Courtney are rounding third right now. They're about to, they're about to head home. <laughs> oh, there we go. There are, there are resident experts. Hey, how are you all doing this evening? Welcome. Welcome. Doing great. Is it on? Oh, no. Huh. Mm. Okay, well, 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 while you kind of sort that out, we we had a we had a, a little bit of some of some um, uh, comic book news that that graced our desk. I'm absolutely curious as to what you what you all think about it. So Dakota Johnson is set to play. I don't have any Madden. sound. Oh, she can't hear. Oh. Okay. Oh, hear her. That's a start. Hello. <laughs> oh, so you can't you can't hear us still. Um, I can hear you now. I don't know. Something okay. was happening with my microphone. I, it wasn't registering. What is a day without having a little bit of technical difficulty? You know, it's one of those. Mama has joined us as well. Hi. He is the third musketeer of Origins <laughs> Illustrated. Hey, ladies, we had we had like a small bit of, of, of comic book news that graced our desk. And Dakota Johnson is set to play Madam Webb in the Sony universe. So how are we feeling about this? Is it a good thing? How is this, uh, how is this Spider-Verse expanding to your liking? Dakota Johnson, wait, Dakota Johnson, is that the same little girl that was in Twilight and like- um, No, she was in 50 Shades 50 of Grey. 50 Shades of Grey, which I didn't even oh. see. I'm really uh. glad that this will be my first introduction to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, she was in 50 Shades, sorry, no. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, she, here's the thing. The controversy is interesting because I, I, I don't, I don't know how I feel. I see, I don't have a, I don't want her to be Madam Webb just because I, I don't trust her chops. <laughs> I don't yeah. think she's going to bring it, but it has nothing to do with her not being um, an actor who is blind. Uh, that, that doesn't, uh, as an actor, you're trying. The problem is, is that it comes down to this whole name concept. Mm -hmm. And as an actor, you're you're trained. Uh, I don't necessarily know that that part really affects me more so than the ageism. I, mm -hmm. I resonate with the ageism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Madam Webb, the original Cassandra, what's her name? Um, it was old. And then the new mm -hmm. one, Julia. Julia, uh, she took over and that storyline, she was younger. 
So they're going on like a hybrid from what I read. They're going a hybrid of those two characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone remembers Madam Webb as older. And I think that they should go with that one. I would love to see like Judy Dench yeah. come in oh, and like, that would be so you know what I mean? Like bum rush this role. But again, there's the, the, the challenges for, um, there's the, so the many public. This huh? is for Into the Spider-Verse? That's what the, that's what uh, it is? No, it's for live action for Sony. This is for oh, a live action no, movie. I, yeah. well, they keep going younger with their... They did that also to his um, aunt, I guess. Yes, <laughs> I mean, they, yeah. That's also the part of the controversy. To, well, I think they're doing it on purpose. I think they're trying to cater to like a teenage audience or something like that because yeah. everything about this movie is like 10, 10 years younger than all that's the other right. Spider-Man movies. Teenagers, teenagers think 50s ancient, so... <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, lying. Trying to get that sex appeal too. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, like they're trying to to change it up in terms of like the way we see fifty. You know, because mm-hmm. Marissa Tomei actually is fifty. You know, uh, so it, it was it was I, I was okay with her. It took me a minute. I was like, oh, Aunt May is kind of fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like each oh, Spider-Man man. version, it gets younger and younger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, how does everybody else feel about the 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 casting controversy? Uh, I have. I wanted I Meryl Streep. That was Ooh. she. She was my fan cast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, because my whole thought was I. I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm I'm not going to judge based on that. But I literally I don't. Like you said, I don't know what her chops are, and I think it would have been an even more fun opportunity to cast somebody like Meryl Streep, Judy Dench, and then cast a younger counterpart. Who cares if people know it's two different actresses? People do that on stage all the time. The point is being able to capture the same character, and, and, and they can do that with makeup, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I also wonder, too, if like this is like a long term play, like, um, you know, with Tommy McGuire and even Andrew, I feel like you could only do so many movies before they, it's just not cute anymore in terms of age wise. <laughs> so like maybe they're like, OK, let's do much younger because we anticipate Madam Webb being in the Harry Potter it. Yeah, like Harry Potter, it kind of a thing. Yeah, but I don't know. Definitely that's, weird. Weird. that's me being Definitely. very optimistic. <laughs> like going back in time and pulling out an hey, older Adam Webb. That is that not that's a that's a solid optimistic take. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel like there's a uh, a disconnect in terms of like reality TV versus fictional storytelling because yeah. you know even in even in casting uh, a few times you know for nine one one they would say, you know, we want actual firefighters for this role. And my point is actual firefighters have jobs. They're firefighters. They're firefighters. They're, I mean, yes, there are some that are volunteer firefighters. So, okay, cool. Those guys that are, you know, actors as well. But then they say, like, oh, I want a real nurse. Yeah. Nurse has a job. So there's this disconnect. People expect to have like that real person because on reality TV, those are real people that have actual occupations we're actors and this is you know not to quote team america but we act <laughs> durka, durka, durka. you know what i mean like, <laughs> like we act like that's, that's that's what actors do so just get some All people right. who are going to do their proper research yeah. yeah because there's not a problem with charlie cox coming back for daredevil 
All right, and before we go on to Charlie Cox <laughs> tangent, because I will happily jump in two feet because I'm a super fan. Uh, yo, we, I'm, we're going to have to close out this crosstalk, but before we do, let's go ahead and get some of our viewers a taste of what we'll be talking about this evening, ladies. What is going to be one of the topics of discussion? Um, well, we uh, have a backlog of discussions <laughs> since we've been yeah. on the scene for a while. Uh, so we're going to be hitting up uh, both Eternals and Hawkeye. Yep. We're doing a review on both. Okay. We heard it here first. We are going to take about a five to 10 minute break. Please stay tuned because you do not want to miss this amazing content. I promise you, you're going to love the perspective. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, yo, my man upstairs, take us out, man. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. Bye. <laughs>